I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sandspence Radio, 11 games, 3 boys, 1 broken heart. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. And boys, How Goods Footy. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So many things just happened that there's no time for us to fuck around, which is rare for us. We need to get straight into the games. All right, let's go. So we'll start with the two games that probably meant the most. Uh, so obviously the AFLW prelim season, prelim season, prelims happened while the AFL season kicked off all in the same week. It was fucked. <laughs> so I, much. I think you're wrong, Dusha. I think we had a preliminary final and a murder. <laughs> uh, yes, so one surprising result, one not surprising result, but kind of surprising Oh wait, really? Su- uh, uh, Alright, so the first prelim <laughs> of the AFLW was Carlton take on Freer And we didn't get to talk about this very much because it was only kind of kicking off just as we recorded last week's episode But Taylor Harris was in the news a lot this week leading up to this game We, you know what, we actually did talk about this We talked about how before fucking Before the news broke that this was a story We were like, oh that's a fucking sick photo yeah. Great kick And yeah. then it became, did you see the thing I sent to you guys? Time travel? The time travel mm. It's identical she punched her way to the future. Okay, that is a very, 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 very confusing sentence for someone who doesn't know what you're talking about. So a photo was emerged, has emerged today of a woman uh, in the 19, 1921 yes. practicing her field kicking yes. uh, for AFL. And the kicking action is identical, which has led me to believe the only sound hypothesis possible. Taylor Harris kicked, punched, crashed a pack so hard. In 1921 that she, she emerged. She ended up in the future. Yep. Yeah. So she terminated her way into terminated her way into two thousand. Yeah. If you've been paying attention to the Huggins Footy Twitter account, which you absolutely should follow us at Huggins Footy, we posted this photo a bunch and spoke about it a bit. But basically, there's a kicking photo of Taylor Harris. Seven AFL posted it uh, and and was like, "What a great kicking action!" The internet decided to be gross pieces of shit about it. Then Taylor Harris came out and was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> the Carlton Football Club came out and said, "Fuck this." It's Tom's wallpaper on his phone. Sure, now. fucking is. And um, yeah, everyone like took a stand. Last week, I said that I really wanted Carlton to win, but I thought that Freo would. I think we 
all said that. I think we all thought Freya were probably going to win. If we didn't say it in say, the episode, we certainly came to that conclusion after. Yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely thought that going in on Saturday. Well, because yeah. prior to this game, which, look, who knows about the result? We'll tell you in a second. Frio, we had decided, were probably the second best, if not the best, AFLW team. I mean, I wanted them to win a premiership so that they could win one before the men's team. And I said that I wanted AFLW Carlton team to win a premiership because imagine the pressure it would put on the Carlton men's team to perform as they have been underperforming and just a sack of shit team for ages now. Now, Tom, what happened? (laughs) Carlton fucking smashed them. (laughs) And Taylor Harris fucking played like a game of her life she crashed pack she kicked two goals uh, everyone was having a really good time they could have won so the game was over at like that the second quarter they absolutely killed them i think they won by like what 40 points or something in the end but they probably could have won by 10 or 12 goals had they kicked straight mm-hmm. yeah oh actually something just just a quick note sean uh went away with his partner this That's weekend right. yeah. and was on a footy ban not because his partner doesn't like footy. She just knew that if he heard the scores of the Brisbane game and it was a bad loss... Ruined the weekend. That would have ruined the weekend away. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, she didn't want that. So Did you watch any footy? Haven't seen a lot of footy this weekend, unfortunately. But you've checked in the scores and you saw a bit of a game we'll get to later. I've checked some scores, but rest assured that I, I may have watched a replay of one game. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get yeah. to that. We'll, yeah, 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 we'll, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, so you missed the prelim. I did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've well, seen the highlights. I've yeah. seen Taylor dominate. Carlton at no point looked like they were going to lose this. No, they... They, they came out firing into the Well, no, the sorry. Stop. They did. I think Freo had the first scoring shot. <laughs> and it was like, oh, Freo. Oh, no. Oh, no, guys. Just a blip. It's just they forgot to get here. Oh, no. Ross Lyon has... Guys, holy fuck. I've worked it out. Ross Lyon infiltrated the women's team. Well, before we get to the men's results as well, I reckon there might have been a coach swap. I reckon there might have been a coach swap. <laughs> Dusha, I think you called it though last week. You were saying Freo have had a pretty rough road to get to the program yeah. because of their conference. And, and Carlton have turned it on. Like they've taken a few games to warm up, but now that they've warmed up, they're looking dangerous, which I hope I said on episode. I definitely said somewhere. Mm. No, I think you did. I think, I think you did on the record say that that's good let so, me, email in let me know how right I am all the time I did also on the record very early in the season say that Carlton were going to have a great yeah, year. You, you did that, you made an Mate, absolute oh, profit call that we were just like shut up idiot you a huge call um, yep. did anyone see okay it, probably in the highlights Sean Dusha did you see Chloe Dalton kick a goal from the centre square yes <laughs> <laughs> big kick Tom just like so I just kick this 75 80 meters Malcolm Blight style cop it uh, <laughs> Was there any wind? Not a bit, a but bit, not but enough to be like. <laughs> like it bounced, but she still had to get it over the back of fuck. And because and it's it was from a center bounce, right? So there's still six six six. So there was two players in the goal square who had like just run out of the goal square when she kicked it through. It was a monster, <laughs> like just huge. Uh, she kicked two. I think it might have been her second goal too. Yeah, Carlton defeated Frio sixty four to twenty eight. A massacre, basically. Um, a blue murder, you could say. Yeah, until <laughs> you get to the other prelim final. So this was probably the result people were expecting, but the scores were switched. A Conference B team put to bed a Conference A team pretty easily and pretty I, thoroughly. And I'll tell you what, boys. So I watched this game and I thought, guys, it's Conference B. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a Conference B grand final. You actually uh, said, I'm excited for Conference B grand final. Can't wait, because my girls, they're going to, uh, they're going to, you know, they're going <clears> to... <throat> 
They're gonna do a do a yep. do a footy. Yeah. So uh, just before we go into this game, you remember last week I was talking about Melbourne how they rolled into a game they needed to win by like twenty eight ish points, which wasn't totally out of the question. It was a big ask against Adelaide. Geelong went into this game and they just needed to win. A big ask. It was against Adelaide, and much like last week where Adelaide not only defeated Melbourne but beat them by a record margin for the season. This week, Geelong just needed to beat Adelaide, but instead they set the lowest score in the AFLW season, maybe ever, also lost by 66 points, which is the biggest margin of AFLW this season, and didn't score at all until the last five minutes of the game. How much of that was just a pity goal? It was 100% a pity goal. It was a, was a freak here. Did Adelaide have any players left on the ground? That, so one of the things... All right, so look. Before... I, I will put you up on something, Dusha. This isn't like the Melbourne game. Melbourne have been in there for three years. They're a much better side than Geelong. They're in Conference A, better percentage. Goal was scored in the 13-minute mark of the last quarter. What was the free kick? Uh, Rochelle Cranston got uh, held at the ball and then <laughs> and then got 50 metres back. What was the 50 for? Oh, she went to pick the ball up and the um, Adelaide girl tri- sw- like, tripped her up. As she was getting up. Um, so she kicked from the goal square. And honestly, I reckon that was direction from the coach. Um, it would have looked terrible. It was a direction from Gil. Yeah, Gil got on the phone. <laughs> it was like, they need he to was, score. He, he wasn't at the game. About it. He no. wasn't at the game. No, no, he was in a super box with fucking Chris Hemsworth and Matt yeah. Damon. Um, no, but to be fair, like, I don't think anyone, like, even the commentators talking the game up at the start were like, like, Ellie Blackburn was the special comments. And she's like, yeah, you know, and you could hear in her voice that she was just being like, Geelong are going to die today, <laughs> but they're going to learn. Like they're going to learn a lot from. Yeah, I think Geelong will learn heaps from playing here in Adelaide Oval against the Crows. That was before the game started. Yeah, and I think you've got to you've got to remember it's their first year in the comp. They're not a side that pro- they, they look. I'm going to say it. They probably shouldn't have been playing finals boys. Oh really? <laughs> what? <laughs> they had. A very tough assignment of going over to Adelaide, playing a team that has only lost one game for the season, and that was by a point, whose percentage was 221. Well, and fuck, who, imagine they were counting it still. <laughs> and who arguably boast the best footballer in the comp. Also, Sean, uh, these were the scoreline you'd expect when the highest percentage in the AFLW meant the lowest percentage in the AFLW. I mean, this, this, is, this, this result shouldn't really come as a surprise. But the what? fact we didn't score was really frustrating, though, because it wasn't... Like, Adelaide set up really well behind the ball. Like, mm. they're, 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 they basically did exactly what they did to us earlier in the year when we played them. The frustrating thing was it was like Geelong learnt fucking nothing. <laughs> like, love my team. I'm still very, very proud and happy the result. Like, we won three games in our in our first year as an expansion side. That's a pretty good result. Yeah, We made a prelim, you know. Yeah. Top four, mate. Top four. But I think, I think this was just a reminder of where Adelaide is at. And I would argue that they're probably the best side in the comp. And last year, injuries fucked them a bit. Yep. Um, and a new coach and all that. And a new of. coach. Although, Whereas, like, look, you look at it where they are now. They're arguably the best side in the comp and probably have been. And Geelong aren't. And that's... Well, here's a positive. Just, you know, 25 minutes into the game, Gemma, friend of the show, did tweet, Geelong have played far better than I think most expected heading into this game. Well, this is the thing. Which, in hindsight, seems like a very sarcastic tweet. It's, but yeah, it's, 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 it's really not. It's the difference between a 70-point loss and a 100-point loss. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. but to be fair, at quarter time, 
they kicked two two despite the fact they'd had like they tripled our inside fifties. So our defense was holding up. The problem was we got the ball to half back and had nowhere to go. And in a six 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 comp, it's like, well, where the fuck are our forwards? Mm-hmm. It just look. We one of the things you might need to work on, I think, as a team, is our defense is really good. Our on ball brigade is really good, and we'll only get better when we get back Nina Morrison. But our forward line needs work. We were at without our our best forward in. Um, Phoebe McWilliams, and yep. also without our other player to make the Australian 40 squad in McMahon. So, look, we'll be fine. We'll Some lift. positives. Some positives. Meg McDonald locked up a fucking uh, spot in the AA, I think. Mm. She kept Stevie Lee Thompson, I think, to one goal. Uh, and that, that was Which is impressive when Adelaide scored 73 points. Correct. Uh, Good defense. Other positive, I got to watch one of the best athletes play the game, play the game, and that is Aaron Phillips. Also, Ebony Marinoff. Oh, yeah. She's mm. cooked. Mm. Probably her best game for the season. It was, look, as a neutral supporter, was pretty upset that Geelong were allowed to score. I understand why. Is, that's funny, though, isn't it? Because I was like... You're I'm in these games, see- right, in these situations. You don't want Geelong to kick a goal. Do you know no. okay, what's you a goal- think, How good would it be if they don't kick a goal? Do you know how, <laughs> like, do you know how shit I'm, it was when I we would- kicked a goal, too? Like, I was at home watching it on. Like, I was watching yeah. it on the couch. I had my scarf on. Because, yeah. like, you're not we watching history anymore. I was kind of like, oh, yeah, cool. Because you already, already ruined it for everyone just by being there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you had to kick a fucking goal. It's disgusting, mate. Also, Adelaide, pretty slow first half. <laughs> we wanted 100 points. No, oh, no, we wanted 100 um, point win. We, we matched them for most of that first quarter, and Did then they ran over the and top of us. didn't your fullback get injured or get concussed or taken off or something? Uh, oh, yeah. We also lost uh, one of our... Not our fullback. That's Meg Mack. But yeah. one of our other defenders who had been doing really well on Phillips, surprisingly... Knocked herself out in the first quarter and didn't come back on. So we were played. Uh, it was just look. We're all we're all we're all ready up against it. We needed everything to go right, and um, apparently our entire team walked under eighty ladders and smashed forty mirrors. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking about things going right, seems like a good transition into round one of the AFL twenty nineteen season, where everything just went fucking ape shit, and this was the most cooked round one I can remember in fucking ages. It was pretty cooked. Okay. To set the scene, I won the footy tipping last year, and after six games of round one this year, I had one tip correct. (laughs) You know know why, though, Sean? Why, mate? Out of the games that our teams are involved in, Dusha, who'd you back? Did you back our teams? No, I didn't. I I backed the favourites. Yeah, that's what you get, you big fucking dog. You're a fucking turncoat. Yes. I, in the spirit of fellowship for the boys, changed my tip to Essendon. I originally thought, GWS are going to fucking destroy you. How many did you get? I got five. So you would have got six. I would have got six. I would have been first. first. Yeah. Guys, I would have been winning. Did you get six? No, no, no. At the last minute, I cowed tipped uh, to Port Adelaide. Oh. I was in from Port Adelaide to Melbourne. Oh. Yeah. Why would you go Port originally? That's just fucking stupidity, to be honest. Because you convinced me that I needed to go Smokies. (laughs) There's better Smokies to go, like the Bulldogs. I cowed tipped to Sydney. I cowed tipped to St Kilda. And I, I mean, it, it worked, but yeah. I still feel bad. And I coward-tipped to North. Had I have backed myself, oh. I would have picked seven, Fuck. and I would have had an outright lead of one. Well, look, you weren't backing yourself. You were taking Sean's advice, which was... Look, last week's advice seemed fucking insane then, but now it seems very fucking clever. Round one. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Tip anyone. Fuck. It, like, pro- okay. it, pr- it proves that all the analysis that goes into like preseason form and who's going to be doing what counts for... 
jack shit. I do want to say that I've probably just recorded my best round of tipping for the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just jump into the games because Thursday night, the curtain raiser of the oh, AFL script. season. Hmm. Went to script. Went exactly how we thought. It wasn't a huge blowout. Richmond won by 33 points. Why is this the curtain I actually forgot. I did watch this. The game was just so shit ass that I forgot that yeah, I Yeah, it was real game. average. Like, I mean, it was fine. Lynch kicked Rich- three goals. <laughs> Richmond got out to a really early lead right at the end of the first quarter. Kicked like a bunch in a row. Carlton then dragged them back a bit. Everyone was like, oh, Carlton are with them for a bit. Then Richmond clearly were like, well, fuck, like, no. And then they won by 33 points. But the biggest story out of this wasn't the game. It was Rance doing his ACL. Mm-hmm. Season over. I was talking to someone the other day. If Dustin Martin did his knee, the impact to Richmond would not be as great as Rance doing his knee. I think Rance is a far more... Because the issue is, right, Dustin Martin's an X-Factor player, but he's a midfielder. Yep. You've got plenty of other guys who can go into the midfield just to not, not necessarily fill the role in the same way he does, but at least play that spot. There's not a lot of multiple All-Australian fullbacks floating around at Richmond. No, they're going to be tested. They're going to be severely tested. Asprey and Grimes go under the radar because of Rance. Well, they get to be fair. They actually get the harder jobs because they're. Oh no, they're on- great players. Yeah. but it's going to be interesting now because one of them will have to sort of be top dog. They're going to be stretched. Teams will go big. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Just quickly on the Rance doing his ACL, we have been super harsh on Rance, and I personally still think, despite doing his ACL, he's a big flog. But I wouldn't want him to do his ACL. No, we no. do have an email in regards to this, which I'll just bring up now because yep, it sure. makes sense. Yep. So Connor has emailed us being like, I've just returned from the Richmond Carlton game. And while I'm glad my boys went home with a win, despite a strong showing from Carlton and an inability for the Tigers to take a clean mark, I was shattered to see Rance go down with a potential and now confirmed ACL. What got my blood boiling, however, was the Carlton fans booing him as he was checked by doctors and taken off the field. I know Rance is not popular among some of the footy fans, but that was utterly disgraceful. Since Auskick, we have learned that injured players are to be applauded off the field, no matter how happy you are that they've been hurt. Behavior like this can go in the bin, along with a conference system, night grand finals, and Gill's oversized suits. (laughs) What are your thoughts? Do you condone booing of an injured player? No. Fuck no. Nah. That's disgusting. like goes against how good's footy. Fuck, I'd clap Rance off. I, I would, t- like, we hang shit on Rance, but we only hang shit on Rance because we feel, I feel like, the, like, he's a very good player, but I think, like, in the last couple of seasons, he's got a bit showbiz. Oh, yeah. A little, little bit of Hollywood. A little bit of Hollywood. However, now don't even do his knee. Fucking like him as a player. I'd If he walked up to my t- to, to Chris Scott and said, do you want to, can I play in Geelong? Chris Scott would say, no, we've got a great fullback already, but, you know, <laughs> maybe he could play on the wing. <laughs> I want him to be Hollywood. I want to hate him. Yeah. He's a great player. <laughs> he's a great heel. Bit of a flog. Perfect he's a good heel. heel. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's sad that he's off and Broadway he's now. he's a good bloke too. <laughs> off Broadway. He's grown a beard. He looks like he's in holiday mode already. He'll be right. He'll be back next season. He'll still be Guys, good. Guys, conspiracy. Tinfoil. Grew mm. the beard. He knew. He knew. Oh. He felt a bit of a ping and he was like, can't wait for a year off. He also said in an interview <laughs> just before the game. Oh, no. He just said in an interview just before the game that he was like, yeah, look, I don't watch much footy. I'm not much of a footy guy. Week. He just wants a year off. His, his knee's fine. No, you don't. But you don't wish knees on anyone. No, no. except you know, unless probably Dane Beams. But um, <laughs> it is what well, it is. Speaking I stand of, by that, and I will forever. Speaking of knees, and we'll it'll come up again. But there was a lot of injuries for round one too. There I was, think there was three was ACLs. Three, yeah. Shit, isn't it? And on top of that, you had the whole thing at Marvel where the turf oh. was shift. This is the thing that shits me, right? The AFL. Bitch and moan about services and grounds and this and that. No, you need a good stadium and blah, blah, blah. And you can't have grand finals in Geelong. 
Not grand finals. You're going to finals in Geelong. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, absolutely- the stadium that they fucking own has the shittest surface. Did you see that footage of the player slipping and just like- Suckling. <laughs> about three metres of fake grass just went with him. Fucked. <laughs> it's, and he went off. Suckling went off and had to get his foot restrapped yeah. and has a sore ankle. Oh, Brisbane have to play there next week. It's the original hellhole stadium. It is. Well, I, it is the original speaking hellhole. Speaking of hellhole, it's spread, Sean. You might have noticed because you didn't get to see that much footy, but there were so many knee injuries this week. Tom and I have a conspiracy. It's no longer Hellhole Stadium. It's fucking Hellhole Universe. I just smashed the table so hard that the keyboard hit pause, and that's why you just got a weird edit there, everyone. <laughs> it's all happening in here. Fuck yeah, footy. Um, so many players doing knees or other kind of weird injuries early, which yeah. is not good. Gil went to Hellhole, grabbed a fistful of grass, and now he like goes around different stadiums with these oversized trousers. It's like Andy Dufresne, Sean. Yeah, yeah. That sprinkles it out in every stadium. That's why his pants are so big. Oh. Full of dirt. What a dog. Full of hellhole earth. Fact. Because <clears throat> he's, he's, he's big on Marvel. They've yeah. got a cinematic universe. He's like, I want a hellhole universe. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> I've got some, let's, let's move on to some uh, better news. Ah. So Friday night. Oh, yeah, Dusha. Runner-up premiers. Yeah. Runner-up premiers. <laughs> First grand, losers. Grand finalists. Grand finalists. Chokers. Chokers. Chief cho- Chokers in chief. Team of fucking flogs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tom's second favorite team. Absolutely not. Went up against Geelong at the MCG. Yeah. Sean, going into this game, Collingwood by five or six goals, right? Mate, no, 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 no. I backed Geelong. Joel, going into this game, <laughs> Collingwood by five or six goals. Yeah, mate, you're right. Look, I don't like to see my friends lose, but sometimes these things happen. Wow, Joel. You'd be fucking surprised to know with the result. Oh, really? What happened? Geelong fucking won by seven points. Fuck yeah, they did. Tom, how'd it feel? It was fucking awesome. It was... So I've been trying to tell people for, for weeks leading into this game that Geelong were going to win. And people were like, oh, nah, Collingwood are pretty good. They played one fucking good game last year, Collingwood. It was against Richmond. Ooh. They then shit the bed in the ground. I was sitting there watching the game and I messaged... Dusha, you didn't get this message because you're on a footy band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just said to, to Joel, um, I realise, I don't know how I could have ever had any sympathy for Collingwood, going to a game and just looking at their team yeah. full of wankers. They're a bag of fucks. Oh, just, and the supporters. All right, I had, to be fair, I had this old bloke in front of me who was a champion. But, you know, look, diamond in the rough. Speaking of diamonds in the rough, mm. fucking Geelong, <laughs> <laughs> fucking smashed them. Well, we didn't smash them, but we did. Fuck, it was good. It was, so I had my whole family. We went as a <clears throat> as a trio. Yeah. So I, I cut a lot of heat on this show for a certain activity that I don't participate in. Some apparently mm-hmm. called um, sitting down. I'm working on it. All right. Yeah. So big fan. Uh, Hit, hitting the gym, leg day. <laughs> didn't, didn't didn't stand for the first girl because. We didn't really know if it went through, and you don't want to stand early and miss. And oh, I've been there. Yeah, because it's awkward. No, it takes courage to yes, do that. And I didn't have it yet. Oh, okay. And then they got one, and I thought, oh, fuck, I need to stand the next one. <laughs> Gary Ablett Jr. on the burst from 50, vintage Ablett Jr. nailed it, stood. Just yep. me, though, just me. I stood for pretty much every. Just, just me. Terrence. Terrence, no, mate. Terrence, Terrence did a fist pump, but oh, it's, yeah. he's working his way up. Okay. Because, guys, when the game was in the balance and Collingwood had hit the lead again with about five minutes to go and then we kicked those two in a row, we had a full family stand <laughs> twice. <laughs> full family. Mum, doesn't stand in the footy. Yeah. Not expected to. That's fine. 
She fucking stood twice. <laughs> she only fell over and went over the back behind us. Oh, it was awesome. Um, so just, Great. Loved it. So Tom Hawkins kicked the winning goal. Uh, you guys won by seven points because Paddy Dangerfield kicked another behind later on. But Junk time. It was like a minute to go. Yeah. What goal number of his career was that, Tom? I was fucking 500 big ones. What a memorable goal. Huge, Huge goal. Huge goal. Uh, friend of the show, Dowie. Fired up Facebook the next day after sleeping on it <laughs> yeah. to declare that Tom Hawkins is the greatest living footballer. I love that he went to bed and thought about it and then committed to it the next day. Facebook status. Then he followed that up with a tweet like 10 minutes later. Look, I love Tom Hawk, Tommy Hawkins. He wasn't even the best player on the night for Geelong. Uh, that's a tie for mine. Yep. Tim Kelly. Yep. 31 possessions. Ooh. His ability to move through traffic is exceptional. And you know what the best part of it was, guys? What? He fucking had a great time. Got around every single goal because he was involved in all of them. It's going to be bittersweet. Look, probably, but hey, fuck. If he's, as long as he's having a good time and playing for me this year, that's all I care about. The other great player for us uh, was Reese Stanley in the last quarter when Grundy looked like he was going to start trying to get on top. Reese Stanley played quite possibly the best quarter of football I've ever seen him play. He was fucking... Everywhere. He smashed Grundy all over the place. Four young kids had a fucking great game. Charlie Constable kicked an awesome goal. Luke Dowhouse laid some massive tackles. Guys, do you know what I saw Friday night? <laughs> what? I saw a plan B. Oh. Saw a plan B. Really? Yeah. To be fair, it was the plan A, but it's a different plan to last year. It is it, it I now look at the I now look Sean, at the team. That does not sound like a plan B to me. That no, no. sounds like a new strategy. Yeah, it's a new, it's a new plan new game A. Plan. It's a new that's not a plan B. Well, we didn't need a plan B because plan oh, A fucking worked. Fuck, Tom. You're hey. in- Tell you who, I saw some highlights. Yeah. Gary Rowan. What was that fucking film? <laughs> hey, he was, no, Gary Rowan, great. Did some good things around the ground. No, I trade him back. That was my- Oh, you mean the, the goal that he missed? Well, he did a lot of bad things. Yeah, he did some cooked but things. But then he made up for it with a minute to go and the ball was flying back the other end. Did a chase down tackle. Mm. I'll, I'll give him that. Tom Hawkins is ranked 60th in goals ever. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's fourth at Geelong, I think. He will definitely, geez, by the end of this season, he'll be top 50. Oh, I would imagine so. Yep. He'll pass Brian Taylor. <laughs> Can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> Fucking Roman Brian, Rome this. Really happy with my boys and how good's footy? Well, with that, we'll move on to Saturday's games, which I will dub Cooked Saturday. <laughs> so this this week, so the Saturday, right? No favourites won. No favourites won. So four games in a row where the, the kiss Roth of is- death in the Herald Sun, which is uh, um, a thing where a skeleton tips all of the teams that are going to lose by thirteen points. Is he winning? Yep. He's currently winning. Fuck. So Melbourne, Melbourne Port, uh, Melbourne guys again, another team. Oh, they're going to be top four this year. They're going to win a. They're going to win a premiership. They're going to win a flag. Just ask all the Melbourne supporters. Guess what? Fucking Ken Hinckley beat you. How does that feel? It's really disappointing. Yeah, I'm <laughs> disgusted because it just means that. There's just one more hurdle in front of Ken Hinckley being sacked. <laughs> and that really annoys me. They looked really good. Ah, did they? Yeah, yeah they did. They ah, did. Fuck. <laughs> it was Sean, it was shithouse how good they looked. It ah. was it was old school port. Like fast, fuck. exciting. We've got him in round three. I'd already penciled it in. They're well, gonna be a tough team to beat. They're gonna be Did I say pencil? A- I meant permanent marker and I don't take it back. <laughs> no. This is this is the Port Adelaide of 2014-15 rather than the last couple of years. This feels like Koshy's been very busy dealing with 
I don't know, cash cow shit, so he hasn't been able to interfere in the game plan. He's been yelling at Pauline Hanson on TV. Did their midfield look slick? Their midfield looked... Tommy Rockcliffe obviously was injured last year. Yeah. Rockcliffe looked amazing. It helps when you've got a midfield coach who just knows what the fuck he's doing. Do you know what I reckon, Sean? Yeah. I reckon Ken Hinckley's did any of this. Ken's, Ken's on holiday. Yeah, Ken's like... Voss is calling the shot. Ken's oh, yeah. the cash cow now. Just, uh, just a heads up with how well Rockcliffe did. Yeah. Eight tackles. He's a tackle machine. Ten marks. 44 touches. That's why they call him the fantasy pig. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back to pig time. 166 dream time. He's fucking rolling in shit. Oh, yeah. Dream so, team, not dream time. Yeah. Anyway, you knew what I meant. He had a huge game. Westhoff kicked five goals. Uh, the three, like, youngsters, Butters, yeah. uh, Dersma and Drew had awesome games. Boke had a huge game as well. Boke played on the wing. Had 34 touches, eight tackles. And here's the thing, right? They smashed Melbourne, who are contested ball specialists, without their best contested ball player in Ollie Wines. Well, Boke didn't spend a lot of time in the middle last year. I saw I saw a stat from the weekend that he attended like over 15 centre bounces or something, whereas last year he only did about 30 in total for the whole year. So, I mean, so that's clearly they've gone, all right, you're going back in there. Yep. It's made a huge difference. Well, and the other big difference, um, they played Jack Watts across halfback and he was... Really good. Mm. Really good. So when your Rockman is Max Gorn, surely you're gonna win the hit outs, right? Yeah. Incorrect. Port beat them in that too. Well they got Paddy Ryder, I suppose. Yeah, yeah but Ryder played a lot of time forward because of the facial facial injuries got. Mm. Was Port Adelaide's game plan just literally murder Gorn? Yep. Like anytime he's near it anytime or not near it. Just hit they, it. They they got like even Motlop got stuck into him. The game plan was really obvious and Scott Lysette harassed him everywhere around the ground, yeah, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Melbourne, that's two that's now two games in a row where they've gone after Gorn and the contested ball, and Melbourne got no answers. You know what they are? Pretenders. Or you could also say they've had a lot of injuries and they're a bit underdone, and they might be better in a month. Nah, fuck them. All right. I I have them in the top four, and I don't, I'll stand by that. Nah, nah, they're Port Adelaide in the top four. <laughs> Actually. There was a result on the weekend that might shake things up a bit. Yeah, right. At the top of the line. Is it the next result? No, it's not okay. the next result because the next result was... Uh, so, Adelaide Oval. Adelaide, yeah. a team that recently got a bit of hype behind them despite the fact they bottomed out real bad last year. They went from uh, runner-up to not in the eight. But, like, going to this season, had a lot of hype behind them. And round one, they were hosting Hawthorne, a team that made the top four last year and everyone mocked mercilessly because they just fell up. Yeah, uh, everyone in front of them. They Bradbury'd it, which is yep. your favorite thing. It is. <laughs> it's not anymore, actually. Bradbury no. was my favorite thing until my team was murdered as yeah. a direct result of a Bradbury. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone was like, Hawthorne in trouble here. Adelaide looked dangerous. Adelaide going to win this by heaps. Turns out we're all fucking idiots. Hawthorne won by thirty-two points. Adelaide played like shit. It's yeah, but Adelaide just didn't didn't play like shit. Hawthorne made them play like shit. Like played. So well against them, and it was like, oh, that's right. Hawthorne might not be very good, but Alistair Clarkson is still their coach, and he's amazing. Uh, Adelaide also lost a key player to an ACL. Yep. Where did it go wrong? Because I'm looking at the stats, and it's like Adelaide have had more inside fifties. They've had way more, nearly a hundred more disposals than Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. They do. They just butcher it. Yep. And don't but their efficiency do they? Their efficiency was higher than Hawthorne as well. So, like, what the fuck? Hawthorne just capitalised every time they went forward and just looked good. (laughs) They beat them in contested ball, uncontested ball, turnout, like everything. This is a very cooked fucking result. Clarkson magic. 
Oh, Clarko. The, Eagle, the, the Eagles. The uh, Crows just couldn't get it up and running. So, you know, based on my just knee-jerk reactions, Crows are out. Hawthorne are in. Ooh. My top eight. Bloody hell. It'll change every week. Yeah. Get excited. It's like... It's like Matthew Lloyd's roving all Australian yeah, team. He's rolling. He's uh, rolling. Uh, AA we'll team. have a rolling top eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the actual top eight. There'll be three teams in it every yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not this week. No. Well, well no, 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 no. Not for a while. They don't fucking deserve yeah. it, Sean. No. Maybe next year. Anyway. Uh, the next chaos year. of Saturday continued. Marvel Stadium. Curtain raiser for Marvel Stadium in the men's league. Yes. There had been games at AFLW, but. Uh, Western Bulldogs hosted Sydney. Western Bulldogs, another team. Huge success in one season. Wearing the best jumper in AFL history. Wearing a superhero effort. Wearing the ugliest AFL jumper, maybe of all time. Hey, don't res- disrespect Thor. He was fucking there watching. That's true. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was there with Matt with Damon. With Matt Damon. We're, we all shrugged and made a face. Not sure why. Are they filming a movie together or something? Uh, I think they're mates. Okay. Fair enough. From Matt, from Matt Damon's cameo in Thor three. Yeah. Do you know what? I'd fucking love if that was it. Yeah. Or Imagine, I'd love that Matt Damon Ma- got that cameo because he's mates with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Marvel Stadium, Western Bulldogs bottomed out heaps since they won the flag. Everyone was just like, they're no good. They've cooked themselves. They pretty much did the Adelaide Mine Camp, but they won first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> like they won, and then the pressure of that just killed them the next year, and they just yeah. didn't recover. Yeah, and the year after, and the year after, this is another result that is a bit of a blow to me because it it really helps Bevo keep his job. Bevo should. I don't know why you hate Bevo so much. Oh, he's a bit of a mulleted piece of shit. I like him. All right, you could you hey, if you like him. Great. What's Bevo done to you? Nah, I don't know. Gave you one of the greatest <laughs> sporting stories of all time. Sean. I don't even know anymore. Just why, a, why don't I like Bevo? I don't know. What man. happened? I can't remember. <laughs> Barrett hates him, so naturally I should like him. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Maybe I do like him. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe you love Bevo. <laughs> your enemy's enemy is your friend, Sean. Are any Brisbane pro- players at the Bulldogs? Oh no, I know why. Why? Shaggy. I forget he exists though. <laughs> so do the Bulldogs because they so they won. Yeah. Spoiler alert: they smashed the Swans. Sydney clawed their way back, but then. Western oh, Bulldogs were like, whoa, none of that. It was, about, it was, it was on with three minutes to go. It was on. It was on. the bont. Cometh the moment, cometh the bont. Mm. And then they kicked another one after Who that. Who kicked it to him? Because that was a ripper kick. Uh, I think it was um, McLean. Great kick. Because the they look fucked. McLean's taking off and there is no one in front of him. And then just pulls the kick. Yeah. Fuck, it was beautiful. Oh, and Hemsworth and Damon, they were pumped. And Gil was in Gil their was box. In, do you know what I love that? Gil he, thinks he's Hollywood now. No, he's he's taken over. Hollywood Gil. <laughs> you didn't see the whole game. Uh, we did, Dusha. Yeah. Yep. The commentary was like, James Brayshaw was like, oh, Gil will be up there. Because it, originally it wasn't Gil. It was just those two and a few other people. And they're like, Gil will be in there in about five seconds. He loves a bit of a celebrity at the footy. Mm. Sure enough, by the end of the game, Gil's up there pretending like he's mates with everybody. It's like, Gil... Fuck you, man. He's like sitting in the table at the back. Yeah. Just trying to reach out and get a little high five in. Oh. Also, fucking James James Brasher also seems like the type of guy that would be like, oh, fuck, celebrities are here. I got yeah. to go. Did oh, they- Pot kettle. Did you guys watch the whole game? Did they cut to him after every goal? Only the big ones, actually. They showed the a bit ones, of restraint. Mm. They, the ones that mattered. The ones that mattered and the ones where he was up and about. Mm. Um, they cut to him on the first goal, obviously. Yeah. But the, they cut to him on the bont. 
and one of Aaron Norton's. Yeah. Fuck, can we talk about Aaron Norton just briefly? Yes. Drafted as a defender, played in the back line all last year, played forward, and uh, fuck, looks good. Big, fast, good pair of hands, could kick a goal, and when the game was in the line, and of course runners can't come out there, we had the perception of mind to go, I'm just going to slot myself in this hole in the back line for a little bit. <laughs> good work, mate. Yep. Good work. What's the Bulldogs? If they play like they did at Marvel Stadium, they might be a sniff for the top eight. No, nah, not if you're Damien Barrett, though. No. So Damien Barrett just got... You know, Sliding doors from Barrett no. was probably like... If dogs lose every other game, they won't make the eight. No, no, no. It wasn't even signing notes. Do you know he has a Monday column now or a Sunday afternoon column? Yeah, I threw up when I read it this morning. <laughs> he basically, in that column, was like, Bulldogs, man, whatever. They they won. A very impressive win. And Sydney threw everything at them at the end there. Come on, Barrett. Well, why do you hate Bevo so much? Just because he called you out on your, your bullshit? That's why he hates me. Yeah. That's why he hates you. <laughs> well... Something may have happened that, look, in the defense of Barrett, the next game may have eclipsed the Dogs' win because there was a miracle at the Gabba. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Got a question for you. Yeah. How good's footy? I'll tell you what, Tom. <laughs> I'm still in space. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing about outer space. It's full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So, Sean... You oh, are, boy. The, the world is small from up here. Like, I, oh, there's footy. It's great. Oh, I love footy. What a game. Fuck. Like, oh. I said to Belinda, my partner, uh, when I checked the score and I was like, I'm going to watch this replay the next day. And I said to her, I think I'm going to cry when I watch this replay. I'm just going to cry all year. <laughs> I nearly cried at the footy two years ago when Brisbane got within seven points of Melbourne towards the end of the year because the young guys were starting to deliver. And I was like, they're starting to believe. Oh, the green shoots, Tom. They're not green shoots, mate. They're fucking trees. So, just for anyone who doesn't have a fixture in front of them and doesn't know what happened, (laughs) Brisbane Lions were playing West Coast Eagles, the reigning premiers round one, which was fuck fixturing. Uh, Brisbane finished in the bottom four. 15th on five wins. That's it. Tom knows. 15th on five wins. Uh, I've read a lot about this. West Coast won the grand final. Yep. No one in their right mind would have backed Brisbane to win this. But, turns out, everyone's fucking dumb as shit because Brisbane fucking played phenomenally. Mate, two of us in this room backed Brisbane because we fucking believed. Did you, Wait, see- did you back Brisbane? Absolutely fucking mate. You're a fucking legend. <laughs> oh. Not a not a not a trader like this fucking. Dude, if you want to win the tips again, mate, you gotta fucking lift. You I gotta start next to week believe. I'm gonna fucking be iron off Brisbane hard after this fucking win. Jesus. They were insanely good, Sean. I watched... Okay, so I was at work when this game was happening, but I was doing, like, back-of-house reports and stuff like that. So I was able to watch from half-time onwards. Uh, just rate yourself how bad how shit you are at your job. No, no, no. I fin- <laughs> finished on time and also <laughs> knocked out all the work, so it was good. <laughs> uh, if anything, they should applaud my multitasking. I'm meant to be at a staff meeting right now. So, look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the second half. I was like, Jesus Christ. Then I went home, had work in the morning, finished. So I was working a back-to-back shift, which is no good. Finished at like 11 and then was meant to start at 9 the next day. Got home, about 11.30, quarter to 12. I watched the whole fucking game again, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Fuck oh, Bruce, I, I, I did that on Friday night. I got home, hopped into bed, and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. I just fucking love them. How Lucky good Neil. The, in the last quarter, 
there was no point where West Coast were going to come back and win. But, like, West Coast kind of steadied a little bit and kicked a couple of goals or whatever. But then Brisbane kicked the last three. And every celebration of those last three goals, because they knew they were icing on the cake, was huge. Oh, and, and they were, like, in quick succession. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kicked three goals in, like, probably the last three minutes. And, and the crowd was going off. The Gabba, it, the second quarter. The Gabba it, rocks, mate. <laughs> there was only 20,000 people there. It sounded like a hundred. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. And they, they love everything. Luke Hodge runs off the line and spoils <laughs> and they go fucking insane. <laughs> the crowd, I've never noticed. Like it happens at Brisbane games and uh, at Adelaide Oval if Adelaide are playing yeah. well. The crowd just loses their fucking mind and it comes through the TV so loud and clear. Yeah, it's because they're starved. They're fucking hungry. Oh, they got a good fucking feed on Saturday night. Tell you what, if Brisbane have a good few weeks, they, they might sell out that fucking ground for Collingwood versus Brisbane on Easter Thursday. I reckon they will. I reckon you're going to smash them. They haven't had a huge crowd there in years. I reckon a trip to the Gabatoire, which used to be probably two years ago, probably yeah. even last year a little bit, was seen as an easy road trip. Yep. I think... It's not easy anymore. Well, there was that. I think it was when Brent Maloney came to Brisbane. He said, uh, "From where I've just come from in Melbourne, everyone like everyone in the club there. They won't say this publicly, but if we see Brisbane in the fixture, it's a soft, like it's an easy kill." Yeah, not anymore. Like, oh, that fucking hurts. But it was true. Not anymore. Come to the Gabba, you're getting fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, humor cluggage. Uh, I think for me, he was best on ground, and he seems to be getting the three votes sort of in Do the you know media. who was also fucking incredible? McStay. I love him. He only had like eight touches. I don't think he kicked a goal. No. But he's crashing packs. Uh-huh. I think Jared Healy was uh, doing special comments, and he said he's beginning to realize how big he is. Yes. Like, that's his job. He has to crash packs so that Link McCarthy, Charlie Cameron, Cam Rayner, fuck, they're exciting. Can All right. Lincoln McCarthy. You, I know, am, you know him well, Tom. I am so story. happy that Lincoln McCarthy is playing the kind of football that he always threatened to be able to play when he was at Geelong but could never get the games together. He kicked four goals, but the best thing he did in the game was chase down Elliot Yeo on the wing. And that's when the crowd fucking got around it, and that's when they all went, new player, we love him. He's he's part of the family now. I love him. Do you know why he's fucking great? Yeah. Because he does that, but also he can play tall. Yeah. If you put a if you put a guy who's you know he, he's not a big dude, but if you put a big defender on him, he'll take a huge mark on the top of him. Cam Rayner didn't do much in the first half, came alive in the second half. Fuck, he lifted. He's gonna kill somebody soon. <laughs> he's gonna have one of those games. Mark my words, this season he'll have a game where he kicks four or five goals, and someone has to retire afterwards. Was it really positive from you to see like like Cam- Charlie Cameron? You, you realize how much you missed him last year. Oh, he's McCarthy, a great. If he plays a whole year, all these guys, fantastic. Fuck, what about his goal? Oh. Goal Amazing. round. It was fucking incredible. Oh, contender for goal of the year. Yeah. Speaking of, of the year, we didn't talk about this. The only highlight for Sydney for the game previously, Isaac Heaney has taken mark of the year already. Yeah, put him in the midfield for fuck's sake. They needed to earlier. Anyway, yeah. we'll jump back to your game. Yeah, yeah. Who that was. Charlie Cameron. Uh, oh, get, I don't know. Prime Minister. I don't know. Fucking give him <laughs> every accolade. Speaking of uh, midfields. Yes. Was it especially pleasing for you? Yep. To see that while Zorko and Neil did well, the real winners in the midfield were Berry and McCluggage. The fact that McCluggage is probably clear best on ground when he only had 20 touches 
and I looked at the in the paper as well. He only had like sixty seven percent game time, and yet yep. everyone's still like best on ground. It's because he's fucking Simon Black and Scott Pendlebury two point They they kept <laughs> saying that in the commentary. Jared Healy kept being like, he plays. I've never seen a guy as similar to Simon Black. As Barry. He is just all class. As McCluggage, sorry. He gets that ball in traffic, does a sidestep, and suddenly he's in a paddock. He's r- fucking ridiculous. I love him. It's Give him a 10-year contract. Lockie Neal was great. Jared Lyons was awesome. It's just Matho. I fucking love Matho because he doesn't take anyone's shit. I totally understand every other club in the AFL. I oh, hate his Hate guts. him. Can't stand him. But I love him. Yeah, but if he was on my team, I'd love him too. Because he goes to war. He's realized that he's going to have to be a role player. So it's not about possessions for him. It's about like putting blocks on and yep. just knocking blokes around. Um, so to, to, Sorry, Dusha, you go. I was going to say one turn. positive for West Coast is a Dom Sheet, I think, wants the brown low this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He had like <laughs> he had a huge game. Um, so 40-something. So 38 touches, three <clears throat> tackles, kicked he, a goal. <laughs> he was good early, but his influence kind of went out of it. Well, because he was the only one. You know what's funny? Like I, Because I did check the score at quarter time and thought, fuck me, we're down by 27 points. But then watching the replay, Brisbane played like really pretty well in the first quarter. You just couldn't... You the just Coast the kicked three or four goals in the last like two and a half minutes. Well, even the commentators, like watching the game in full... At heart, like a quarter time, the commentators weren't like, no, nope, here we go, Brisbane going the way. Yeah. No one was like, Brisbane, especially then you kick like the first two goals and they're like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> what a second quarter. So between. Well, Tom West- and I said. Yeah. Yeah, Tom and I said, even if you lost from there, that second quarter would have been enough to keep you going. Yeah. As in for the whole season, Sean. A little bit of heart here and there. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's just great. Chris Fagan coaching from the bench. Goddamn hero. He's going to do that best apparently thing because, to that club since because you know, that's what he needs. It's yeah. just easier for him. I just think, look, one last thing about this though, Sean. Two stats that I love. Yeah. And I'm going to get one of them wrong. Yep. So you can correct me. But the stat I loved was the stat that came out that was like, since quarter time, Brisbane have outscored West Coast nine goals to one. Uh, and that was like midway through the last quarter, I think. No, it was 14 goals to two since yes. quarter time. Jesus. Yeah. So it was fucking impressive. That's insane. Yeah. The other stat I really enjoyed was that people were like, oh, well, West Coast Coast were missing a lot of their forward line. But they weren't beaten in the forward line. They were smashed in the middle. And the only player they were missing was Gaff. Yeah, that's true. Who they won the grand final without. Yeah. They had Sheed and Shuey and Yo. They haven't had Gaff for a very long time. Yeah. Gaff will almost be... A bad influence on the club because he's been out of the game so long that he's probably fucking forgotten how to play. Also, forgot all the team's names. Like, who else were they? They were missing um, Kennedy, obviously, he's a big one, but they missed him for huge chunks last year. Yeah. Again, really, Rioli was a big sort of loss. But well, I no, mean, but the problem they was. They still had 16 premiership players out there on the park. Correct. And I got fucking smashed. But yeah, they didn't just lose, you annihilated mm. them. Anyway. It's a bit of a listless performance. Had shades of Melbourne in the prelim. Shades of Melbourne against Port. Mm. Collingwood on Friday night. Yeah. Collingwood played like shit on Friday night. They absolutely did. Anyway, they had so sh- many chances to get away from us and they couldn't do it. <laughs> and then we did it. Also, just I read a stat saying that Brisbane... I don't know how they work out these ratings, but there's a pressure rating stat or something. And Brisbane's was over 190 in the second, third, and fourth quarter, which apparently is just unheard of. Jesus. Like, it's insane for a club to, to do that. So, look out this year. They're hungry. They're young. I, just I mean, want it. if Geelong can't win a premiership, I'm okay with Brisbane doing it. This is the kind of talk that shouldn't exist. 
<laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's disgusting. I appreciate the sentiment, but come on, mate. Fucking just no, no. believe. Come on. If we can't, so if for whatever reason. Don't even factor that that can exist, mate. Tom, Brisbane were in a, winning a premiership last year in fucking round 14. It was mathematically possible, so it was happening. That's right. As long as there's maths involved, mate, there's, anything can happen. Yeah, true. Anything's possible. There's math involved. Tim Kelly could still stay. Mate, you're in the top eight at the moment. Fuck yes, we are. Just. Not mathematically possible. We're in the eight. Just quickly, I would love it if Tim Kelly stayed. Me too. Just keep him happy. Because then if he stays, I can get the number 11 on my jumper for both the women's and the men's team. Just do it anyway. An act of courage, Tom. But who gets the 11? What if it's someone who sucks? (laughs) What if Gary Ablett says, hang on, I want to change. I'll be 11. What if Beams realizes the Collingwood's not for them, gets traded to Geelong? And I end up with that number, I couldn't wear it. Then you have to pick a new team. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sunday, where we had a really, really, really close game to start things off, uh, with St. Kilda defeating Gold Coast by one point. Yep. This was a close game of bad skill errors. <laughs> yes. It was so funny to watch, like, watching these two teams <laughs> play each me. other. Yeah. Like, did you see any of this game, Sean? I've just watched the highlights, yeah. Yeah, there's not many. Highlights? <laughs> yeah, it was a, it's a weird highlight It's a weird game, eh? Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of just, like... They're playing footy, yeah, but they're making b- bizarre decisions constantly. But then the excitement level's still there when like stuff was happening. You're like, oh, I'm excited, but you're like, that guy just handballed to no one. <laughs> what fuck? Yeah, it was. Look, it's not. It's exciting if you're St Kilda because this is probably the win that keeps you off the bottom of the table. It's exciting if you barrack for Gold Coast if you're one of the fucking four people that does because maybe you'll be competitive against another bottom four side. Yep. So you can ask for it, son. Wow, it was just like so. Weird. But yeah, the players were getting around themselves and stuff too. But they were just doing crazy things, like so many hospital hand passes oh or God. kicks to no one, or just shanks. <laughs> it's like I'll kick this ball and it like goes half a meter off the side of the ah. Oh. Highlight of the game, though, actually for me, happened before the game. Yeah, this is how good footy is, guys. Is uh, Seb Ross. As they're doing their banner thing, they had a bunch of kids with them who I think uh, sick kids, things like that. And there was a girl yep. who was an amputee. Yep. She wanted to run through the banner. Picked her up out of the wheelchair, carried her through the banner. Fucking get around that shit. That's beautiful. St. Kilda, oh, you're all heart. That answers the question, Tom. What? Of how good footy. That right there. That yep. moment has how good footy is. Yeah. Unlike and then the, get the gameplay after tried to kill it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck, Richo is in for a very nervous year. Baby, fine. I reckon he'll actually be fine. I think Lithlian, Simon yeah. Lithlian's backed him in for the year. Yeah. But I think- He's got his own battles. He's got a war on Barrett. Mm. Barrett's coming after him for because Barrett doesn't like him. Yeah, I guess. That was another thing about this, right? So, yes, the game wasn't pretty, but they won. Yeah. Last a win year, is a win. Last year, St. Kilda would have cocked this game up. They won. It's a great start for them. And they Barrett's, came from behind technically as well. Correct. Barrett's column was about how, oh, if St. Kilda think they're great, they're not very good, even though they won. It was like, hey, mate, fuck off. You are you are not how good's footy. Yeah, you were... Shut up, Barrett. Correct. All right. Speaking of not how good's footy, the next two games, the last two games of this fucked round, it was, wasn't a competition of who could win, Tom. Sean, it was who could shit the bed the biggest. Answer, Essendon. No, not necessarily. Was it Essendon or was it North Melbourne? Ah, Essendon. Both teams, disgusting. Uh, yeah, so GWS absolutely trampled Essendon by 72 points, and it was disgusting. Tom, you told me an interesting stat before we started recording, one that I have 
I just don't want to talk about. Uh, so Essendon... Like, do, do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about so it. what was sure. the final score? Just read that out. So it was 112 to 40. I'm fairly certain that uh, when I was reading a stat in the paper today that the GWS Giants beat Essendon in both disposals and tackles, which means that not only did you not have the ball... We didn't want it. You didn't want it. So when GWS didn't have the ball, which wasn't often, they were tackling you guys. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, also, look, inside 50s, you'd expect that 112 to 40, it's going to be blowing Essendon out of the park. It was 55 to 52. What the fuck? Do you know what was happening was, though, when the Giants went forward, they kicked it to a Giants player. When Essendon went forward, they also kicked it to a Giants player. <laughs> inside 50 efficiency was 58% from GWS and 29 from Essendon. Shooting accuracy was 50% from GWS and 33 from Essendon. So not only did when we had the ball and we were shooting for a goal, fucked that as well. We did nothing well. No. How did Mitch Brown play? He kicked it behind. Mitch. Do you know, guys? He, the mo. He needs to grow back. He also, I mean, he also started in full uh, half back. Right. Stop playing out of position. Sack Wusher. <laughs> I mean, Get rid of him. It, First Wusher? coach gone. Wusher is... Yeah. Dusha. Maybe I've been wrong all along. Wusher might be the coach under the most pressure this year. Because if you guys miss finals, they should just get rid of him. Fucking hell. And even the players who had a lot of the ball didn't. Like, Shield had a lot of possession. Shield had a shocker, even though he had a lot of touches. They just... The Giants. Here's another question. If you want to talk about fucking shockers, Merritt. Merritt had a fucking atrocious game. Yeah. He not only did he play bad, he was just like making poor decisions. He was super under pressure. Put it this way you were so bad that at one point. Heath Shaw had a set shot on goal. He missed, but he had a set shot on goal. I Dude, mean, what like what players are you missing? Danaher. He doesn't count though because he barely he hasn't been there in a year. Yeah, uh, so that's it. That's Hooker, literally though? it. Kyle Hooker. Oh, and Hooker. I mean, Hook, Hooker's huge. Oh no, he, hear me out though, Sean. You ready? So they missed those two players. Yeah. Um, Giants GWS, had a full team though, right? Oh uh, no, they didn't. So they were missing probably two of their best midfielders yeah. in Callan Ward, who mm. is the best at contested possession, Josh Kelly, oh, and, and their first choice ruckman in Shane Mumford. Dusha, what and the they fuck? got smashed in the middle. Sorry, Dusha. No, I feel like fine. I'm laying the boots in. No, no, no. Look, look, look. Yeah, so they're missing that. But we had fucking Dylan Shear, fucking Devin Smith, Devin Smith, Dyson fuck- Heppel. Bell Chambers. Did Devin Smith call it the graveyard or something? Yes. What was that thing? He called it, he said it's the graveyard because no one turns up to the games there. If you're going to be talking that kind of smack, mate, you'd want to fucking win. Devin Smith is not a good enough player to talk smack. Oh, he's pretty fucking good. He's all right. Oh, he's, look, I'll allow it, but not after this performance. Fantasia kicked three behinds. Stringer? Well, oh, actually, Stringer kicked our first goal. I hear uh, Stringer's injured. Really? Oh. I hear there's a foot problem. Oh. Scans are being had. Oh. Maybe Darcy Parrish will get a game now. Kick five goals in the uh, reserves. Funny there was like, yeah, a small, speedy, speedy mid-sized player who could have gone with the Giants. But speaking of the Giants, though, like they filled the gaps. Canelio had a fucking... Canelio is playing at the moment being like, I want to be all the money that you're going to throw at Josh Kelly, but he's going to walk and go somewhere else. Mm. Give to me. <laughs> because... Otherwise, I'm going to go to <laughs> 31 possessions, three goals, six tackles was everywhere. Well, they reckon Kelly will stay. That's it. so. But Caniglio, I think, will go. He's he's uh, he knows Hawthorne. he's he's pushing his price up. Oh no! Well, I don't know if you'll get the money because he might go to Hawthorne, and they don't pay over. His best mates with uh, O'Meara. 
Can you fuck the, the can you theory? Imagine if Hawthorne get back up again. Well, the theory that Burgoyne will play one more year and retire, free up some salary caps, and, and they, then they'll and throw r- everything at rough Caniglia. head too. Mm. Get rid of rough head. Yeah. Oh, they won't throw everything because they don't do that. Well, no, but probably eight hundred. Whereas if he went somewhere else, if he you went get to like point. a, you get a mill. Yeah. Oh, over. He's yeah. a fucking gun. He's jet. Yeah, just don't hear about him that much because he's up there in the graveyard. <laughs> Speaking but- of graveyards, Hellhole Stadium. <laughs> Claimed another victim. Well, claimed a fucking lot of victims. North Melbourne Football Club. North Melbourne's pride. Fucking Shinburner spirit. All fucking dead. <laughs> Where Fremantle Dockers kicked 141 points, which is unheard of in itself, and beat North Melbourne, a team that should be fighting for a top eight spot, by 82 points. What the fuck? 141 points is about 100 points more than they would normally kick. It's This fucked. is what I mean. Trent Cooper... He's coaching the men this week. Great coach. And Ross Lyon was coaching the, the women. Yeah. Good on you, Cooper. That's has to be. Great job. That's this, fucked, though. Do you know what's fucked, even more fucked about this result, is they kicked so many goals without Jesse Hogan up forward. Yeah. Cam McCarthy, who's probably the third in line to be in that forward line behind Cox and Hogan, who one's injured and one's unavailable. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't have got a game. Wouldn't have got a game. Comes out, kicks five goals. He's a lock for every game this year now. I did not recognise him without the shitty moustache and or ponytail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like a different bloke. I can't a new believe- man. Two games ago, this Fremantle lost to Geelong by 133 points. Yep. What the fuck? Nah, it's not this Fremantle. No, this Fremantle seems to want to play footy. They believe. I don't like it. A few <laughs> new guys on their list. They, again, we needed a, this needed- strengthens Ross. This needs to be the other way around. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Guys. No, it, it does. Doesn't, it doesn't it strengthen does. Ross because Trent Cooper was in the coach's oh, box. Hopefully, because Ross, Ross couldn't to. get there. They they lured him into a trap with some garlic bread, <laughs> <laughs> just like like the little cardboard box rabbit trap. Reached in, <laughs> box fell on him. Sanderland sat on it. So I think no Sandy, and they still but, smashed him yeah, in the middle. It, Fife just spent a whole lot of time on the bench, just easing him through the first and game. Still fucking won by eighty two points, and they put the foot off the gas. Mm. Cunnington, dog. Oh, <laughs> he weak is, as shit. Oh, he's a big. What his name are you, is? Are you? Are you? More, <laughs> are you more upset about the punch behind the play or the five incident? The five How dare you? How that man shook your hand and you dogged him. Did you see the look on Five's face when five, he pushed him? Did you it hurt him. What happened? So start of the start game. Start of the game. They come up to each other. Five before puts the his ball's hand been out, bounced. Gives it a have a good game, mate. Or you know, similar yeah. to that. They shake hands and then Cunnington goes whack. <laughs> And walks away, and Fife just stands there looking real sad. <laughs> just, he looks like he's just made friends in the playground, yeah. and then that kid's stolen his lunch. Yeah. And then he Fife. looks like a broken man, and then he must just go into like, he just looks so shell shocked. Other players are like, yeah, You're right, Nathan. He goes, Oh, that boy was really mean to me. It's like, Don't worry. We'll beat him by 82 fucking points. And he's probably going to oh. get a week. Breaking news. Yeah. Fucking hell. Cunnington, free to play next week. You're kidding. This is a disgrace. Guys. Because he plays Brisbane. Old mate at the tribunal sent a message to the AFL in the last two weeks. What is that message, Tom? You punch someone in the stomach, you're good. Unless you're Tommy Hawkins and you'll probably get a week. <laughs> it, it graded intentional conduct, uh, low, low impact. impact to the body. 2005. I would have given him like 2000 because- for the punch and then two weeks for being a dog when someone shook your hand. No, yeah. but like, just give him a week so that... This doesn't happen anymore. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Because like, it looks bad. That guy was down for ages. There was two gut punch incidents over the weekend. Both players get off. I don't like so it. So if there's any more and players get suspended, it looks bad. 
That just means that you can do that now. Well, no, you probably can't. Until they back. Because what'll happen is there'll be like four or five, and then the week they crack down in it, Tom Hawkins will do it and get a week. And fucking I'm get calling it now. Like Liam Ryan, call. Um, call. Liam Ryan got off as well. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't that. It wasn't a lot of force. It was unnecessary though and stupid and indicative of West Coast t- 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 like night that night. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have just said, yeah, bit of a slap on the wrist. Yeah, don't do it again, son. Yeah. All right, it was stupid because we want the guns playing. We do. It wasn't too bad. I think Darcy Gardner. Uh, oh, you know. put a bit of put a bit of salt and pepper on that one. Yeah, he's auditioning for the vacant Hollywood spot. Yeah. Love him. Love Darcy Gardner. Move on to next week and have a crack at tipping, which, based on this week, could be fucking impossible to call. Guys, the big one first. The grand final. Sunday? Saturday. So, Twilight. I think it's a Twilight game on Sunday. Yes. So, AFLW grand final. Adelaide host Carlton at Adelaide Oval on Sunday. Adelaide. Guys. I want Carlton to win, but I think Adelaide will win. I think... Adelaide have got a bit of Richmond 2018 about them. And I think Carlton have a bit of really good football about them because I can't compare them to Collingwood. (laughs) You know what? I might tip Carlton purely on the fact that Adelaide haven't played for a couple of weeks. Like they had a training run last week. Yeah. (laughs) The so co- like, when they actually come the up against a good team, the barely turned up last week. Yeah. No, look, I can't shit on my own team. They actually did really well against a team that is just amazingly good. It's not about you, Tom. Okay. It's not about you, Long. Yeah, cool, it's about be. Carlton pulling off a miracle Ooh, and winning the grand final. If, I, well, I reckon look, they'll do it. I've uh, had a word to an inside source, and Ooh. <laughs> I've uh, asked for an invite to Mad Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if I'll be allowed to go, but no, look, I'd... fingers crossed. Uh, look, you're not coming to Mad Monday because you've got to be fucking here to record our show on Monday. <laughs> uh, live from Mad Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll all do it. We'll just interview all the winners. Yeah. Everyone in the Carlton Football Club is losing their mind. I can confirm that. They Within the club, they wanted to play their best against Freo. Freo. Uh, but they were a little nervous. And of course you were. They... You look at that game, you're playing against a team that probably would roll you. They... Guys, Carlton by five points. Also, uh, Taylor Harris was apparently ecstatic after the win, just like over the moon. Of course. Put all that shit behind her. She fucking... She'll kick three. They'll win by three points. It'll be... They played really well against Adelaide last time, and... Actually, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Carlton. And... Believe in miracles. And I reckon Carlton are a much better team than they were when they last played. Also, Carlton were bottom of the ladder, weren't they, last year? Yep. Oh, what a story. Wooden Spooners to grand finalists. I mean, we're Wooden Spooners to prelim finalists. Huh? What? You? Yeah. Wooden Spoon? Yeah. When? What are you talking about? Lowest percentage. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Conferences are a joke. And so I are hope you. Carlton win. No, conferences aren't a joke because that's the only way you can get this amazing story where Carlton beat the Crows. I mean, like... Tom, put in your fucking tip and we're going forward. I've said my tip. Who is it? It's Carlton by five points. All right. But Aaron Phillips win best on. Okay. And the, the, the Carnlow medal. All right. <laughs> Thursday night at the MCG, Richmond take on Collingwood. Ooh. Richmond. Collingwood. Collingwood. Ooh. Richmond gonna... look flaky. And Collingwood bounce back after last week and they're going to take full advantage of no rants. 
Cox to kick five or six. Because he did, Cox, Cox got beaten by Harry Taylor, who's 900 years old and just drinks milk. <laughs> Actually, he's got the strongest bones in Australia. <laughs> you know what? I forgot about Rance. Yeah, I reckon Collingwood. All right. Uh, Friday night, Sydney take on Adelaide. Two disappointments playing each other. Adelaide. Where is it? SEG. Oh, Adelaide. They did it last year. Yeah, I think it'll be Adelaide. Both under the pump. Both just, need a win. Oh, just quickly on the SEG. If, 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 if it was at Adelaide Oval, I'd be back in Sydney. Yeah, same. Yeah, I would too. <clears throat> um, apparently, the SCG, the surface is worse than Marvel. Oof. According it's, to one of the Sydney players. It's shithouse, according to several people. I'm going to tip Sydney because I don't think Adelaide are ready for that. That's a good point. Saturday. Guys, draw. This, Essendon take oh. on St. Kilda. I am so scared. Essendon... Better fucking get it done. I'm tipping Essendon. Dusha, I'm giving you one last chance. Yeah, same. I'm one gonna, last chance. I'm going to back the Bombers. I'm backing the boys. Roast Trinity this weekend. Sean, you legitimately think that St. Kilda's going to win, though, don't you? Oh, no, because I okay, I don't the ramifications buy- for worse fold are extreme if that happens. Yeah. Okay. I don't back. Let's just pretend I don't back for Essendon. Oh. Who are you tipping? St. Kilda. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I fucking thought. No, look. I, I want to roast. I want to roast Trinity. Uh, so do I. It's been too long. Bombers. We've, we've never had starved. one. We've never had one. It's a disgrace that we've never had one. <laughs> we have. Round two last year. No. 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 Didn't happen. It happened we, early and it was really... No, no. We've, a never, toast. we've never had one. We've never had a roast Trinity. We've had several toast Trinities. Yeah, we've never had the Trinity. Oh, we've never we had. had the roast no, Trinity. Never. Ever. Next game is Port Take on Carlton at Port. Adelaide Oval. Port. 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 Yeah. They look very good. Geelong take on Melbourne at GMHBA Stadium. Oh, Geelong. The pressure on Melbourne is huge, and Geelong will win. Geelong. Zach, Zach Tui and Jed Buth possibly back as well. Oh, Tui, huge. Here's an interesting game. West Coast take on GWS. GWS. Wait, oh, where is at it? At Optus Stadium. Oh, it's, that's and they're it. unfurling the flag. Game of the round, potentially. I'd go with uh, the Eagles because they need it more. Yeah. I, yeah, but like... That midfield's going to have to... Fucking lift. Here's the thing, though. Josh Kelly probably is probably he's probably back this week, oh. as is Callan Ward. Oh fuck! Yeah, I, I'll back the Eagles in to to uh, imagine recover. premiers and then two and zero. Hey guys, guys zero and two. I mean, don't need to imagine it. it's going to happen. Giants. There's a stat that teams that go zero and two rarely make finals. Fuck. So, Sean, we're already a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think West Coast. I think just Optus Stadium and the fact that they're going to want it more. I think that they might jump out of the gate. Those two actually, they always have good games as mm. well. Oh, that's a yeah game of the round probably. Saturday night too, beautiful. All right, uh, Sunday we have North Melbourne taking on Brisbane at Marvel Stadium. Massive game, Sean. Tom and I will be in attendance. We'll be there. Tom will have to hold me back at certain points because I'm a wild animal. If you're anything like <laughs> if, if you are anything like you were when you found out that Stephen May was appealing his ban. I'm sorry to say I'm I'm a lot worse. Jesus. <laughs> He's back this week too, mate. Yeah, good. Good. Tom Hawkins is gonna kick eight on him. Fucking hope so. Can't wait. Nah, you know what? It's gonna be more embarrassing. Sava Radigalee is gonna kick eight on him. Oh, fantastic. Crunch him in every single tackle. Gary Ablett's going to kick five on him. Oh, that's even better because they oh, played together. Anyway. I love it. Uh, Brisbane to win Brisbane. by five goals. Brisbane. I think it'll be a little bit closer. I think about 18 points, but I think Brisbane are going to win. Just to help other people with their tips, I do want to point out that when Brisbane travel to Melbourne and play the North Melbourne, North win on average by about nine goals. 
in the last few years. It's a weird thing where up at the Gabba, we're really competitive with them, but down in Melbourne, they get the jump on us and they've often won by about 50 points. So what be, am I getting Brisbane myself get up and into? Win. Now, if Brisbane get up and win, it's, it's pretty big. And they will. Don't worry. Believe. Roast, roast Trinity boys. I tipped very well last week. You can, you can back oh, the boys in. Yeah, after what was the most fucked round of tipping, you were just like, ah. Oh. Did you end up tipping Carlton to beat Richmond? No, nah, I didn't. I Change your mind. I changed my mind. I, what what felt good on a Monday didn't feel good on no, a Wednesday? No, it didn't. <laughs> there were times, though, when Rance went down, I was like, oh, fuck. That was the issue. When Rance went down, Carlton did not capitalize on the fact that no, there was they no- No, they couldn't get it in the 50. No. Richmond weirdly got better. Richmond adjusted and went, fuck, we can't let that ball get All in right. there because yeah. there are three guys. Sorry. Two games left. Hawthorne take on Western Bulldogs, the MCG. I would go Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Or if it was yeah. at Marvel, I'd go Bulldogs. Yep. And then Gold Coast take on Frio at Metricon Stadium. Fremantle. Fremantle. Sean. Sean. My heart tells me that no, your this, brain- is a, this is a smoky tip if someone wants to climb the ladder a bit. <laughs> on a Monday night, I'm going Gold Coast. We'll see how the week unfolds. Jesus. Look, oh. Thursday, Sean will 100% be locking in Freo or losing a tip. I just want to point out how soft Freo's draw is in the first month. They will be, I reckon Freo will of be. Of course it is. They came the like third last. Freo will be top of the ladder after, the, after four games, I reckon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dusha, we got any emails? Much like how round one was unprecedented with results, our inbox was not ready for the fucking carnage that was just unleashed on it. I think that we just set the record for most amount of emails we've ever gotten in a week. So usually on the show, go through like five or six. Between when we recorded last weekend today, we've received 17 emails, Holy Tom. fuck. And I tell you what, I'm going to fucking read them all. Yes, yeah. you are. Love it. <laughs> all right, so just before round one kicked off, we got our first email of the week. All right, so this email is from Mikey. Boys, I was recently accepted into a study abroad program in the great-ish nation of Australia in spring 2020. Unfortunately, the only viable option for my interest, which was Indigenous studies, was at Fremantle at the Notre Dame, Australia. It'd be my very first international trip away from America and honestly terrifying. I am excited, however, to visit Indigenous communities. 
I got into footy through Sandspan, so I've listened to for nearly five years now. I quickly accepted the Western Bulldogs into my heart right around the time they chose to fall to shit. <laughs> Tom, I feel like you're to blame for that. No, I'm not sorry. <laughs> I should have probably chosen Sydney as their theme is a blatant ripoff of Notre Dame's. But if there's one thing I am not, it is a TC. I will also never, and I repeat, never cheer for Fremantle, even though the purple is sick. <laughs> you can follow the, oh no, the Bulldogs have a women's team. Can't. I'll be in Australia right as the season kicks off, so I'm looking to attend as many games as possible, even if it has to be Fremantle shit team. Are the games affordable for students who may not have much money? Do I cheer for a team or for a good game? Do I stand? What beer do I drink? I look forward to the trip, even if I end up bitten by a deadly snake. Egg Boy is a hero to all. Mikey. <laughs> um, I don't know how Optus Stadium works, but I imagine... Pricing, there's usually a student option, and footies... Look... When it comes to like doing social things, like going to the movies or something like that, footy isn't that much more expensive. No, it's anywhere between like twenty five and thirty bucks for like a concession. I reckon yeah, it's probably nearly on par. I reckon a ticket's probably twenty five bucks. I'm and not sure about Optus. Yeah, Optus Stadium will be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a little bit cheaper there, to be honest. Because in Melbourne, yeah, I, it'd be cheaper, but it'd be harder to get a seat. I reckon the mm. beer is going to burn a hole in your wallet. <laughs> I would have a few before and then after at home. Yeah. Yeah, the, um, the beer will destroy you. Yeah, it's mid strength and it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Australia is good for beer. Maybe have one at the game just um, to experience. There's it. a isn't there a brewery in Freya? I feel there's like several breweries in Probably. Freya. Okay, maybe Fremantle's not too bad. If you see Ross Lyon though, tell him how good's footy. Said hello and then throw him in the fucking sea. Crack an egg on his head. Yes. <laughs> or, Fuck. Or a loaf of garlic bread. <laughs> no, nah, loaf of garlic bread. Just just. Crack some foil garlic bread on his head. <laughs> Crack a clove on his head and he'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> he'll melt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next email is from Owen. Hey, fellas, cheers for the quality pod as always. He clearly has never listened to the show before. <laughs> 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 Clicked on a headline today, which I like the look of, why Collingwood are in danger of missing the top four, because as we all know, Collingwood and everyone involved with them are scum. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, you agree strongly with that article? I do now. Yeah, good. We um, beat them. I was then disgusted with myself when I saw the article was written by Wayne Carey. He can write and and closed it immediately without reading it. Why the fuck is this piece of shit still getting published? Owen then went straight to the feedback section of the newspaper, The Age's website, to lodge a complaint. And Owen likes to point out he's not even 30 yet. Mate, I'm not even 30 yet. I complain on fucking complaint forums to media, report watchdogs, letters to the editor. You're allowed to be an angry complainer. Justified. Owen would then lo- love to encourage any other How Goods Footy listeners to take a moment to write into any publication that g- gave a voice to this p- perpetrator of domestic violence and all around shit bloke. Uh, Owen would then like to apologize that How Goods Footy isn't the platform for this. It absolutely is. Fuck Wayne Carey and fuck all the garbage things he's done. I can't believe the age of publishing. It sounds like a very Herald Sun thing. Yeah. Guys, How Goods Footy should petition Channel 7 to stop giving him. Primetime games of footy to commentate. And the AFL. He's he's fucking on like preview games for the he has so many platforms. And I was talking about this with someone the other day, and they said, Oh, but you know, just because he did a bad thing doesn't mean he shouldn't have a job. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't have a job. He just shouldn't have such a fucking prominent job because the message it sends is that if you do something like that, it's fine if you're a good footballer. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking sick of it. Certainly when he, he never addresses it. I'll, no. If you're gonna have a prominent media position. Be like, be an agent of change. And they sacked Barry Hall for far less. Yeah. Fuck I, you, Wayne Carey. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for us to end up on a panel show debating with, like, with someone like what? 
Imagine asking Eddie Maguire talking about why Wayne Carey has a job. Was, Shut up, Eddie. <laughs> you fuckwit. You were racist <laughs> and you still have a job. <laughs> All right. Next email. Tom's return <laughs> from Ryan. I'm back. <laughs> Dear How Good's Footy Boys, this includes the one arrogant lad. Yeah, Tom. Sure, that's really rude, mate. Tom. Oh. I love you. <laughs> but I want you to cons- I want you to consider that. I may not have emailed in much, but I like to consider myself your in brackets silent defender. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. I appreciate your comments. Dad. And while I enjoyed the guests, bring back Gemma. I eagerly w- awaited your return. Was worried about your stint in prison, but I had faith you'd come back. <laughs> that being said, I'm worried about you. <laughs> Your comments on the last episode have made it so, as a great scholar once put it, me brain hurts. (laughs) Just like you don't stand for anything, I won't stand for the unchecked Geelong arrogance, especially when it flies in the face of reality. (laughs) I understand the need to stand by your team, but there comes a point where the facts must be faced. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it is stated that there is a time for everything. And if there's a time for everything, that includes a time to realize the window is bloody shut. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the sound of the window shattering on Friday night when Tom Hawkins kicked his 500th goal straight through it. Oh, look, I don't know if it was straight through it. It was a bouncing goal. I don't know know if the window shattered either. It was just like a bit of a draft came through. (laughs) I'm not sure. I'm not sure if your time in prison has changed you, but just know the How Goods Footy fans support your recovery. I've heard this type of arrogance can be terminal and I don't doubt you'll work (laughs) through it. (laughs) <laughs> Man, they got nine lives, I'm fine if you, need to, nice. if you need to take some time off, that's alright I'm sure Gemma or even the studio cactus from Saucy Boys will be happy to fill in And provide more rational takes This has turned into, Tom, you're a lovely boy But also a plant could replace you <laughs> It's a fake cactus as well Fuck, I'm a real cactus <laughs> Wishing you a speedy recovery, Ryan P.S. As I write this, I'm on top of the ladder Granted, only one game has been played and it's only downhill from here but I'll take what I can get. So while I can, I'd like to take the chance to say, boys, you got a lift. I'm coming for that crown. Um, Ryan, just want to address the fact that uh, you sent this email on Thursday night so you didn't witness my team beat last year's grand finalists um, and Gary Ablett wind back the clock and kick two goals and have 25 touches and Reece Stanley play the best game he's fucking ever played and the fucking back line lift and our new boys lift. So windows open, mate. Surprised we didn't get a follow-up email at the end of the weekend, Ryan. Probably too uh, too embarrassed, ashamed. <laughs> Said he was my defender and he doubted me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Some defender. Stark contrast to that email is an email from Tyler. Subject, end my turgent existence. Jesus. End my turgent <laughs> existence. Okay. G'day, fellas. Sean, I'd like to take this opportunity to offer my congratulations for your Lions for their thorough dismantling of my weakest piss, pathetic excuse of a side. Your pressure was manic, your fishing was clinical, and the hole in my wall was deep. <laughs> I suppose there is an upside to me working in a bakery, considering I'm going to be eating nothing but toast for the next week. <laughs> Enjoy your roast, you beautiful bastard. Thank you. Much love from your resident Eagles Nuffy, Tyler. <laughs> but, as always with the PS. Oh, <laughs> here we go. PS. Zorko is a fuckhead. <laughs> I find yeah. him almost as unbearably arrogant as that other fuckhead, Tom. 
Whoa. <laughs> hey, Tyler, I was about to give you some words of support and encouragement. Well, guess what? Get fucked. PPS. Honestly, whoever invented tipping, what a shit idea that was. <laughs> I'm going to enter a second account into your tipping league and leave the tips blank every week, and I can guarantee it'll score higher than me tipping each week. <laughs> that is a good experiment. I want you to do that, Tyler. PPPS. <laughs> Fuck you, Tom, you fuckhead. <laughs> Tyler. Fuck. That was good. Tyler. You're angry. And you're hurting because your team who won a grand final just choked to a team that only won five games last Oi, year. Steady on. And he may be angry, but he's still sounding fucking rational. He's not. Well, he said, fuck you, Tom Fuckhead. So he's got something wrong. <laughs> <right. laughs> so I'm going to let it slide and just say, if you feel insulty, just watch Dom Sheed's goal and the look on the people behind Dom Sheed when he kicks it another couple of times. And then what's Charlie Cameron's goal? Oh. <laughs> All right, next email's from Callum. We got so many fucking emails to go. Jesus Christ. Footy is confusing. G'day, boys. I absolutely love the podcast. You boys have ignited a passion for footy that I never really had. And as an Eagle supporter, you couldn't have timed it better. I've been flying high ever since that magical weekend in September. But footy has come back with a vengeance. My tips are absolutely <laughs> cooked. And my boys were embarrassed by the mighty Lions. But God, I love footy and I love that it's back. Congratulations, Carney. Your Lions were magnificent and look every chance to crack the top eight. Yep. Cheers to the amazing podcast, Callum. P.S. Even though it contributed to my cooked tips, Hawkins kicking the winning goal for his 500th was too perfect. Enjoy the roast, Tom, you handsome boy. Oh, hey, thanks. That's a great email. Yeah. That's how you take a loss. That's how you do. Oh, Tyler, fucking lift. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. An email from Michael. Subject, you done got me. This time last year, I just found out about a weird game where people dribble footballs, jump on shoulders to pull off outstanding catches, and make full contact with no pads. This game was so foreign and intriguing to me, I had to find out more. I had to find out how good's footy. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the 2018 season listening to your fine podcast, watching YouTube highlights, and what few full games I could find. It took me a bit to wrap my head around it, and I finally came to the conclusion that footy wasn't good. It was great! <laughs> You may recall my email last year. I was an American football fan asking about a strategy. While American football will always hold a place in my heart from August to January, there is now a new flame in my sporting heart and it burns white hot for footy. P.S. After finally getting the AFL Live Pass, my first game to watch was Brisbane's complete oh. and utter dismantling of West Coast. As the game started at 4am for me, I was in the living room, whisper screaming <laughs> and struggling not to wake my wife and son with every goal. <laughs> Such a great start to a Saturday, though. How good's footy? Michael, fuck. Michael, next time wake them up, because they have to know. (laughs) (laughs) Wife, son, get up. You need to see this. Charlie's on fire. (laughs) It's footy, and it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Subject, how shits the Eagles? This is from Brandon. Oi, blokes. And Carno, I guess. (laughs) As you can probably tell from the subject line, I'm a little fired up about the pathetic showing by the Eagles this week. After the huge grand final win and successful GLT, I was hyped for the new season to start. I ordered a Kennedy jersey that took a month to ship to me because I live on the other side of the planet. I rocked the jersey proudly at my new footy team's practice, and it gave me a little swagger. (laughs) I might have even talked a big game after getting ribbed for jumping on the bandwagon. And I even felt after the first quarter that the Eagles were looking good. Now, no offense to Kano and the Lions, who are officially my girlfriend team this season. Yes, good work. But the Eagles laid a big fat turn for the rest (laughs) of that game. 
I couldn't count the number of fumbled passes, misplaced kicks and handballs, and lost contests, and any desire to do anything with the ball. I'm loving seeing Sheed take a huge step up, and the Eagles were missing a ton of their top talent. For example, Kennedy, Rioli, Gaff, Nick Nat. But I'm genuinely worried. Did they have a lucky run and were closer to the doggies than the tigers? I'm just pretty upset at the pathetic display. I'll have to hang my head a little bit of footy this week. <laughs> Anyways, can you guys think of any grand final champions that ha- absolutely shit the bed the following season? Seems like the doggies are a standout for me, but any others? Keep it real. Brandon from Canada. P.S. Connor? Yes. We'll see you guys in the grand final. Oh! Well, I'll be there. That'll be awkward because West Coast aren't going to be there. <laughs> PPS. Gonna be, be Brisbane Geelong. <laughs> PPS. I don't know about you guys, but I might have just lost any chance of competing in the tips this season after my poor showing this weekend. <laughs> Look, you and everyone else, mate. I'm 112th at the moment. Um, Hawthorne cooked it after 08. Yeah, they did. Then they came good a few years later. Yeah. Um, but there's not. It doesn't. It doesn't happen often. Uh, Geelong got smashed in a prelim in 2010. No, but I mean, they didn't fall off though. Like that was still there. It was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we were great yeah. for a long time. Fuck yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> this is a huge, like a huge email from Anastasia. <clears throat> All right, wicked name. There's a big change between regular words and caps. So I'm gonna read the start part, even though it is pretty enthusiastic, just in a calm voice, so that when the caps <laughs> kick in, you can tell. Okay, okay. Hey lads, firstly, sorry Tom, I was rooting for the cats on Sunday. But I've got to say the wrong expansion team made it to the finals. In brackets, insert long angry rant about the conference system here. On the bright side, though, holy crap, that Charlie Cameron goal. I lost my shoes somewhere near the moon. Brisbane for the finals. More consecutive games won in the history of AFL. Best team ever. Fuck yes. Mate, Hopefully- they're getting around. Oh, I love this. This is my favorite episode. <laughs> Hopefully next weekend the Lions can win against North. Yep. So it blasts me back into space so I can find my lost shoe. <laughs> now nah, you'll lose the other one. Stasia, it's all, it's all bad. Space isn't safe anymore. <laughs> space, no one can hear you scream. There's just so many fucking Brisbane supporters up there. And they're all wearing How Good's footy shirts. <laughs> Many roasts to you blokes. P.S. Thank you, Carney, for convincing me to barrack for Brisbane through your unbridled enthusiasm. I fucking love the Lions. Oh, uh, fucking hell. How lucky are Brisbane to have a fan like that? Very lucky, Sean. Oh, I love footy. It's going to be a great year. Great email. There's an email from Angus. Subject, I may lose my job. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, God. Welcome to How Good's Footy, where you'll get fired. Fucking hell. G'day, I write to you with a touch of arrogance because like the co-host who seems to be on holidays more than an Instagram model, I too support the Hey, I the look pussy. as good as an Instagram model. Get fucked. Have you seen my rig? <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> I too support the pussycats. I have a major problem and I need some help to ensure I rub enough salt in the wounds. However, I don't want to lose my job. <laughs> my boss is a Collingwood fan <laughs> and surprisingly still has all of his teeth. And on Friday, also has <laughs> completely... Compete. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and on Friday, whilst I was completing yard duty as I am a teacher, in brackets, I could genuinely say I have zero fucks to what the kids were doing. He came up to me and gloated that Collingwood were an eight point per quarter better team. I mean, Whoa. how is the cheek on him? Wow. Anyway, I don't know how I brag. should recap our Friday morning conversation when I see him next. Should I send an all staff email with a picture of Jemery Howe dropping that hanger or Eddie crying? Or should I just go up to him and give him a bit of the EADC? Eat a dick, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> or should I... 
<laughs> or should I just not bring it up and be a nice person who should be thankful that I was not pushed towards supporting the Southern Cross Tattoo as my football team? <laughs> I am sure your advice will be as valuable for a career-orientated suit. I will avoid him until next episode. Angus. Okay, Angus. I know how you need to play this. What did he say? They're an eight point... Nine point. Eight nine, points better every quarter. Nine, eight points better every quarter. Nine, nine, point, nine. nine points better every quarter. Mm-hmm. Just say, hey, you're absolutely right. You are a nine point better team every quarter, except we're a seven point better team in the last quarter. That's uh, a bit... Too wordy. It's a bit no, wordy. Because you can't say eat a dick cunt to your boss. Well, <laughs> you can. You will just get fired. <laughs> He's I a school prefer... teacher. I hope it's primary school. If he has a Geelong jumper that's long sleeve... He could wear it under a shirt and just kind of like slide up next to the boss, pull the sleeve up, and be like, "Geelong, send their regards, mate, mate." Yeah, even just, just the Selwoods send their regards. There are two of them. Family name. Nah. Brent, Billy sends his regards. <laughs> Angus, Angus, mate, don't worry about that. You could get away with so much little, so much less, but so much more impact. <clears throat> hey, boss, see any of the game on Friday? That's it. That's, that's all you it. need to do. Oh, I don't know. If that's enough. Nah, take a Don't shit guys, in a guys. brown paper bag, <laughs> put Dane Beam's face on the bag and put it on his desk. Um, so what you should do is you should do what my mates did to me when Nick Davis kicked that goal. If he has like <laughs> a locker or a car pigeonhole. or a, a pigeonhole. It's a principle. Feel it. If it's a boss, this is a principle of a school. Okay, okay. The principal would have a car park. <laughs> yeah. Paint the Geelong colours onto his car park. Change his ringtone to the Geelong theme song and then just ring his phone constantly. Change his emails so that every time he writes kind regards, it auto-corrects to go Geelong. Yeah. Change change his laptop background just to Gary Ablett. Shave your head. Shave your head. Angus, just shave your head, mate. (laughs) Put a sneaky little, because he might not realise this for a while, put a sneaky little Geelong sticker on the back licence plate of his car. Because he won't won't pick it up. Sign him up for a a five-game membership for Geelong. And then just get forward him the email that yeah. you might want to support a winning side. So oh, a get a few I, teachers a, to pull in. Girl that I work with who is a Melbourne supporter yeah. um, doesn't take loss as well. Oh. And I think someone signed her up. Oh, no, wait. She's not a Melbourne supporter. Melbourne had won. She goes for another team. Yeah. Doesn't take loss as well. And someone signed her up for a Melbourne three-game membership after the loss. Yeah. <laughs> Rude, so, but do funny. that. Do that, Angus. Yeah, do that. I'd go with the sticker on the car. Oh, Angus, if you work at a school, teach your class the Geelong theme oh song. Oh, my God, yes. Fuck. <laughs> yes. At a school pre- assembly. At a school oh. assembly. Every time he tries to talk, everyone interrupts him singing the Geelong theme song. Because he can't fire everyone. <laughs> <laughs> can't expel the whole school. So now, what you do, though, right, what you do is you beat him, but it'd be funnier if at school assembly or the next, like, presentation that you have to give for like a PD or something just on the project. Let him forget about it. Yeah. About, about a month in on like school reporting day and you've got to give a slideshow presentation, middle of a slideshow presentation, just the last five minutes of the Geelong Collingwood game from round one. <laughs> or the 2011 grand final is another good one. Or adopt 30 cats and put them all in his office. Yeah. And name them all Tom Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of choices there, Angus. Good luck. Let us know how your job let goes. Us, let us know which one you pick. Yeah. I'm I'm going for option D, all of the above. Yeah. I reckon teaching your kids the theme song is so funny. Fuck, that's good. Teach the kids the West Coast theme song. Because oh. he won't he won't know that's you. Fuck, that's pretty good. And it hurts because he's expecting you to go at him about Geelong, but instead you remind him of Dom Sheet. Oh. 
Let us know the outcome. I'm very excited about this. Next email, short and sweet. Uh, this is from Matt. Boys, congratulations to Carlton, who are a much better side on Saturday. But it's hard to be upset when I'm in fucking space. You're <laughs> tiny from. You all look tiny down below, and I should book my grand final tickets now before they get too expensive. 22 and 0, here we come, from an over-enthusiastic Frio fan. <laughs> See, this is the nice thing about having two teams. Because like, I messaged you mm. uh, on the Sunday, because I was so stressed again after getting over the stress on Friday. Yeah. But actually, there is, a, there is an upside, because if one team loses, you still got the other team. Yeah. Like if Geelong had a lost, I would be demoralised today. I had one team that didn't kick a goal for three quarters, and my team lost to Collingwood. Mm-hmm. I'd quit the show. Oh. I'd go back to China. Bloody hell! Go, I'd go back into prison and just yeah. lock me up, boys. I'd rather be in prison. All right. Uh, continuing the trend of the emails we've been getting today. This is from Charlie. Hey, legends! The last few weeks have been tough, waiting for my team to return to the home and away season. And they finally came back, and it all came to a head on Saturday when the Eagles got fucking destroyed by Brisbane. What the fuck, boys? <laughs> Congratulations, Carney. That was a great win from your boys in Brizzy. They're going to be something this year. I think at the end of the year that this won't be seen as a huge upset like it is now. Yep. Thanks, Charlie. I forgot how crushing a loss is. I couldn't go for an angry walk as I was out with friends, so I just had to unfortunately <laughs> stew in it, which is never good. <laughs> What are the way- best ways to calm down after a loss when you're out that doesn't involve toast? Also, congratulations, Tom, <laughs> on a great win. I hope you stood up throughout the game. The window is well and truly still shut, though. Oh. Sorry, mate. Oh. Mate, and my window's more open than yours this week. And, oh. and Dusha. <clears throat> Rest in peace. That's all, Essendon. Rest in peace. <laughs> That'll do, Ratio. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, legends. Hope you all have a roast next week. Charlie. Uh, if I'm out and the worst happens, um, I just make everyone else feel as terrible as I do. It's an unfortunate side effect of football. <laughs> which is something that Belinda was very familiar with, which is yep. why you were on a footy band in the first place. Yep. I mean, you've been to a game with me when my team's lost and how quickly I just took my scarf off you and just disappeared back into the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't condone that. I just had to go, mate. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. I just had to. I lost to Richmond. Yeah. I mean, only one. They can be brutal. It's the worst. The supporters are fucked. Yeah. Take the premiership off them. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting towards the end of this mailbag. Jesus, Fuck, it's, it's deep. deep. <laughs> it's, get, it's getting hot in here. There's been a lot of yelling. Oh. It's all happening. I'm glad I bought some water. I've made a sculpture out of playing cards. It's fuck this episode. It's like this. We're back on our old bullshit. It's blown <laughs> out. Question of etiquette from Chris. G'day, boys. First and foremost, bloody hell. We really do watch the best goddamn sport in the world, right? What an absolute belter of first round. Who honestly thought a buzzer beater between the Saints and the Suns could be one of the most exciting games of the round? Not to mention watching with glee as the pack of lions gorged on chicken up at the gabatoire. <laughs> <laughs> with that out of the way, I have a question on TC etiquette. Let me explain. This week for the Swans-Crows game, I received corporate box guest seats at the SCG through work. Problem is, I am neither a Swans or Crows fan. I am purple haze through and through in spite of our garlicky coach. So if I buy a swan's hat or scarf on the night, how TC am I on a scale of genuine love to the game to not telling someone I'm a Bombers fan because I'm wearing the wrong beanie and it's really not that big of a deal, guys, I swear. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Nah, get behind it. We, we, did, a- we did the West Coast one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we were in a Brisbane scarf to the game yeah. this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You're, you're allowed to go to a neutral game and just get behind a team. Um, I got it a makes question. it more fun. I've got a question, boys. Yeah. When we go to the Essendon-Brisbane game, what the fuck am I going to do? Pick a side, mate. Follow your heart is what I'll say. Yeah. I'm going to dress like an umpire. 
<laughs> Good. We'll throw off the fucking balcony. That'll make us hate you more. <laughs> yeah, the also the question is you're gonna get up for every goal or just the team you barricade. You for? don't get to sit down. <laughs> it's a shootout. All right, last email. And this one's from Grace. Oh fuck, it's tomorrow. <laughs> Hey, boys, what's the roast or toast situation for if the women team wins, but your men team loses or vice versa? Ooh. Is it half toast and half roast or double toast or roast if they both win slash lose? How did some celebrate both a victory, but it was over Collingwood, so maybe either way it was losing this game and a very ba- embarrassing loss against the Crows? Cheers. P.S. A bit of appreciation for Sean. Thanks for being on every episode. Hopefully this is a good year for the Lions. It's going to hurt when I take three weeks off in June, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, no, no. Huge year for the Lions. Fuck. What a great mailbag. So um, much support for Brisbane. I love it. And for you. And for you. Uh, but, I love uh, that too. Advice on that. You Roast just, beef roll. You just mix it up. No, you can go roast because the game's... If, unless they're on the same day. Roast with a side of toast? I, I mean, just have some toast and some roast. Mix it up. Toast for breakfast, roast for dinner. If both your teams lose, though, you just have to eat an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brutal. Mm. Something that you attempted to do very yeah. early on. I would never be dumb enough to make that bet. I would not either. But I'm... Go- no. <laughs> <laughs> so mix- I'm cocky enough to do it again. I'll pick another team and do it Mix again. it up, Grace. Do whatever you want. I'd go for like a roast beef toasted sandwich or something. Oh, that's good. Classy. Yeah, that's me. High class boy. Yeah. All right, Tom. If people want to get in here... If- if people right. want to get in our emails. <laughs> if people want to fucking get in our emails, how can they do that? Well, they could send an email to the deepest email bag in Australia, <laughs> howgoodsfooty at gmail.com, or you can get us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. And I'm at Deuce13. Jesus, what an episode. Thanks for listening. Keep on rolling, cats. The window is wide open. Sean, you don't even need to say anything. Everyone knows. They know. They know Brisbane. Do they know you rocked up to recording tonight in your Brisbane jumper? Oh, and you know what the design of this jumper is? What? It harkens back to 2001, 2002, 2003. Do you know what happened that year? Voss. Premiership, mate. Tom, bit of a a profit call of maybe maybe an omen for this season? (laughs) I think it is. Oh, fuck. I love footy. Go footy! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.